Hello, and welcome back to Soul Path Parenting Take 5, where we serve up five-minute inspiration breaks for busy parents. This is your host, Amy Breeze Cooper, and today we're talking about passions. In the last episode, Mark Gober, the author of An End to Upside-Down Thinking and An End to Upside-Down Living, shared this little gem of wisdom with us. If I were to advise someone younger in life, even a child or some or an adolescent, I would advise focusing on passions because I think passions are a window into what the soul came here to do in the first place. You know, I could not agree more. And I actually believe that creating space for our kids to connect with their passions is one of the most important things that we can do to set our kids up to live their best lives and to really step into the full, authentic expression of who they're meant to be. And yet, and you may relate to this, many of us and many of our kids aren't connected with our passions. Why is that? Well, I actually have found that a number of cultural myths stand in the way of us connecting with our passions. And today, I'm going to share one of the most entrenched and I feel tragic myths that has held many of us back from doing the things that we really love. Let me start with a personal story. So when I was a kid, I loved art. I loved to draw. I loved to paint. I loved to create in any kind of hands-on way. By the time I got to high school, I took AP art. So this is a class where you actually put together a portfolio and that submission is what you're graded on for your advanced placement exam. So I put together my portfolio and it's a whole study of lips and mouths and my best friend put together hers and it was a whole study of trees And I submit it, and I get a three out of five on the exam. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't all that surprised by my score because, let's be honest, I was a product already of traditional education, and I knew I hadn't poured my creativity into that project. I was trying to replicate what I thought good looked like rather than really bringing my own sort of spark of inspiration to the project. But nonetheless, I get a three out of five. And that was further evidence that I was not meant to be an artist. And so from that point on, I really set art aside because that was not the thing that clearly I was meant to do if I was being evaluated as a, let's say, middle-of-the-road, mediocre artist. Now, the ironic side note to this story is that another student in the class who I judged as being no better of an artist than I was actually chose to go to art school. And I remember thinking, what, what do you mean you're going to art school? Like you're just sort of average like me, but she somehow saw that this was the path for her because this was her passion. And so here's the myth that I and so many others have fallen prey to. You have to excel at something for it to be your passion. Passions aren't about excelling. In fact, I think it's important that we understand what they really are. Passions are a combination of doing and being. 
You know it's a passion, not because of how you might judge the output of it, whether you're winning the game or painting the most beautiful picture, but because of the way you feel doing it. Here's what it feels like. Here's what it looks like in your kids. They're lit up, they're energized, or they're super focused. They're so present and in the moment doing this thing that they lose track of time. Some people call it being in flow or in the zone. Those are the clues that something is a passion for you or for your kids. And in our hyper-achievement-oriented culture, we've lost sight of that. So I just want to invite you to observe in yourselves and in your kids what lights you up and create space for the doing of those things in a way that isn't about judging the outcome, but is in a way of embracing the love of the doing. So I just want to end with one final example of this. I was having a conversation about this exact topic with a dear friend of mine last night, and she choked up telling me that her daughter, who is probably 120th percentile in height, very tall for her age, loved gymnastics. And so my friend, out of a desire to really spare her daughter's feelings over not excelling in that sport discouraged her from pursuing it and told her, you know, you're really tall for that. And of course, her daughter was devastated because she loved doing it. And of course, her daughter stopped doing gymnastics. Maybe you can relate to that story. I know I can. Do not beat yourself up about it. We are all a product of this prevailing culture that emphasizes achievement over joy. Let's just break the cycle for our kids. So go forth and pursue those passions. Do the things you love. Support your kids doing the things they love just for the pure love of it.